Get your family vehicles ready for summer driving with early Memorial Day deals at Dobbs. Click on GoToDobbs.com for money, save, retire, and service deals today. Dobbs. With 43 locations, real deals are always close by. Get ready for the greatest roast of all time, the Roast of Tom Brady, a Netflix live event happening May 5th Hosted by Kevin Hart, the seven-time world champion gets his cleats held to the fire by famous friends and frenemies on an unforgettable night where everything is fair game. Tune in on May 5th at 5 p.m. Pacific time for The Roast of Tom Brady, live only on Netflix. We are talking everything St. Louis Blues as we head into the Blues booth. Presented by Boardwalk Hardwood Floors, a proud partner of your St. Louis Blues. Find your perfect new floor at our four convenient locations and online at BoardwalkHardwood.com. to the opening drive on 101 ESPN. It is 816. Time check brought to you by Clarkson Jewelers, an officially licensed Rolex jeweler. Kerry Davis, Randy Carricker. Great to have you with us later on in the show. We're going to talk to our Blues insider, Jeremy Rutherford. We're also going to talk to our friend Aeneas Williams, one of the most inspirational people. I, I don't talk to Aeneas enough, so I mm-hmm. need to get some Aeneas in my life today. Yeah. Plus, Billiken's coach, Travis Ford. You're the same way with Aeneas, oh, right? Aeneas is awesome. He's a, he's a great man. I mean, yeah. the football aspect of it is one thing, but the, the type of man he is is is, he's awesome. Let's go to the Brown and Crouppen celebrity line. Joe Vitale in the uh, hockey world taking some time off, except for those that are involved in the All-Star game, and then the Blues will get a little bit of a reprieve after the All-Star break. Joey V, how are you doing this morning? Hey, Randy, Kerry, doing awesome. Sounds yeah, like I, it. I, yeah, I was going to say, it's never a day off. Never a day off when you're, uh, <laughs> when you're a father. I do apologize. I am in the car. I'm on dad duty all weekend. My wife is out of town. She's taking full advantage of this All-Star week in... Uh, <laughs> And she got her butt out of town. I can't blame her. So I do apologize to the, the goo-goos and gagas in the backseat. But uh, Keith, Keith Yandel, Keith Yandel, my former teammate in Arizona, said it best. We had a day off in Arizona. I came back after the day off. I saw Keith that morning. I said, hey, Keith, how was your day off? Keith had just had his second baby. He's like, day off? What are you talking about? Day on. Always, always day on. So never an off day, but it's all good. How are you guys today? We're doing well, Joey. And we were just talking about Super Bowl Sunday meals and trying to figure out what is your go-to. We have a list of some some interesting choices from around the country, but, but I wanted to know what your go-to choice is for, for Super Bowl Sunday. Oh, man, there's so many great choices, right? You know, I go to a friend's house, and it's weird. We started this tradition where he'll make these, uh, these basically these patty melts, like these roast beef French dip type of deals, and we'll throw some peppers and olive oil on those. And to me, that's been the go-to. But any kind of finger food for the kids and for the adults uh, around the table is certainly uh, certainly I'm a go-to. Anytime you can get a loaded plate of nachos for me too, Carrie, with the with the jalapenos and the beef and the cheddar, I mean, to me, it's all good right there. 
Joey V, another question that we asked in the last segment was, and I gave these guys a take it or leave it, you have sat down and you're uh, uh, you're, you're in great shape still You're in your post-playing career. Uh, take it or leave it, though, you have sat down and devoured an entire sleeve of Girl Scout cookies at one sitting. <laughs> oh, buddy. <laughs> 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 Sleeve or box? I mean, let's, uh, let's, let's get real here. Let's get real. When we when those thin mints when those thin mints show up at the door, we just throw them directly in the freezer. I'm sure you guys have done mm-hmm. something similar to this. Uh, thin mints in the freezer it is amazing. It's amazing how quickly those things go away. My my wife and I. The ongoing joke is that we have a bunch of little a bunch of little mice uh, mice or squirrels in the middle of the night that get up and eat our cookies. <laughs> I, we'll wake up. I'll wake up the next morning and like half the sleeve gone. And I'm like, what happened to these cookies? And I was like, we really need to call up, you know, Rottler Pest Control. I, mean, I think these these rats are getting a little out of control. I was like, yeah, these big doggone gerbils and the rabbits and squirrels in the middle of the night. So that's the ongoing joke. But, no, those Girl Scout cookies, not only a great cause, but uh, certainly those thin mints in the freezer are, uh, are something special. Do you guys like Samoas? A lot of people don't like coconut. I, I am not a coconut fan. Okay. How about you, Joey? Not not a massive, not a massive coconut fan. I'll be honest with you guys. I, I will throw some coconut in my water, like make a coconut water. Mm-hmm. But aside from that, no, I'm not. I'm not huge. But listen, I don't eat any cookie. You know, I'm, I'm not. A, I'm not prejudiced to different cookies. I mean, especially with those Girl Scouts. <laughs> um, you know, my wife and I every now and then we'll crumble up the Thin Mints and throw it in the ice cream. Um, certainly a great treat there. Uh, a great a great treat there as well. But I'm actually in the process of making some homemade cookies. Uh, for my wife, she's out of town with some friends. We're gonna, I'm gonna make some homemade cookies and with the kids this weekend. And uh, there are these Levon Bakery cookies. I'm sure some people have had them. They are, they were, they were originated in New York, and there were these two marathon running um, ladies. They're best friends. They used to run marathons and triathlons, and they needed like something to like sustain them while they're kind of burning all these calories. So they created these like chocolate chip walnut cookies. And I mean, guys, look them up. L-E-V-A-I-N, LeVan Bakery Chocolate Chip Cookies. These things are the size of your head. I mean, they are huge. <laughs> in the, and the idea is that you, 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 you build them up like a softball, and then you throw them in a, in a hot oven, so then the, then the outside will, will cook and crisp quickly, while the inside is almost like cookie dough consistency. So it's really, really great. So it, it, it's expensive because the walnuts and the chocolate chips, and I, and I go all out with the quality of ingredients. I get the Ghirardelli chocolate. I get the organic walnuts. I drive my wife crazy, but ingredients are important. Uh, so they are expensive. It's like six bucks a cookie, but uh, we'll, we'll devour those a little bit later this weekend, no doubt. Well, Joe, you talked to us about making bread, and, and obviously bread is soft. So how do you keep the cookies soft? I, I don't like my cookies to be hard. I, I like them. I don't want to have to warm them up to get them soft. I like them to be soft as soon as I take them out of the bag or out of the box. Well, hey, see, here, here's here's the trick, uh, Carrie. Um, you're you're wrong for liking a completely soft. Co- I'm, mm. I'm telling you, you are wrong. You're just, really? you're just wrong. Hey, you're just flat out wrong. No, <laughs> <laughs> no I, I mean, to me, I always encourage people to to. You, there's got to be a balance, right? I mean, bread's the same way. Like a sourdough, a sourdough. Uh, bread a sourdough slice you want that like hard crusty punch on the outside but then you want that that kind of like custardy soft the interior right it's that balance you know and then the cookies the same thing no different to me you want to have a little crisp on the outside not not a lot I, I know what you mean you don't want those like dad scottish cookies where it's just nothing but like uh gravel you're, you're grinding <laughs> through I, I get all that but on the outside you got to have some sort of crisp and then the softness of the inside that's that's the balance, right? That's the balance. That's why they actually started putting sprinkles on on on, on cookies. 
or on donuts. Like the, the donut makers, mm. when they were making these donuts back in the day, it was just soft. And they thought, you know what? We need some sort of texture. So what do they do? They just kind of roll them in glaze, and they actually dip them just in those little sprinkles there. And that's kind of what created the, the sprinkled donut. So I know when you go to a donut shop, you see those sprinkles, and the kids get all giddy about the sprinkles, but it's actually for a purpose. It's actually to provide some texture. Interesting. Joey, you, those of us that haven't listened for a long time don't know that before you took the blues job as an analyst, you were set to open a bakery. And we know that the specialty was going to be sourdough bread. That was kind of going to be the, the centerpiece. But what else are your specialties? What other things that would you like to bake yourself if you had your own bakery? Well, see, the thing about sourdough is, Randy, like whenever you're making sourdough, for people out there that know about sourdough, you're always left with a lot of discard, meaning like when you're refreshing your sourdough starter, you're left with a lot of waste, you know, and it's, so that's why you have to kind of manipulate it. We're not wasting so much, but people always say, what do I do with all this extra sourdough starter? I mean, you just got to throw it away. It's old. It's done. Like, what do you mean? I feel so bad. Uh, but no, no, it's like a dirty diaper. Like that, that's the waste. You got to throw that out. You got to refresh it the next day. So I got, I started doing more research and I learned from some of my buddies out in San Francisco and they've actually created restaurants and food trucks started based off of sourdough discard. So all that wasteful sourdough that you were just going to throw out. Uh, so they started like developing recipes. And we'll-, well, we, Joey, did we lose you? Oh, the baby was sound like Sound like the baby took the phone. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> so hopefully we can get Joey back. Joey, are you there? Hope we're good. <laughs> We've got a crying go. baby. Joey V, something serious happened back there. Uh Okay, well, we'll try to get Joey back later in the show. So hopefully he's okay. Hopefully, baby, you there? Okay, something happened there. So we'll get back to Joey, though. Yeah. Because we got to hear this thing. We definitely. So I'll I'll tell you a little thing, and I I don't know if this is what happened, but San Francisco used to have this place. Can you hear me? It was on the... We'll, we'll get back to, to Joey. It, it was actually on the wharf, and it was San Francisco sourdough puffs, and they would deep fry okay. the sourdough uh, batter, and it was absolutely delicious. And then they would fill it either with sweet and, or savory. You could have, like, strawberries uh. and cream, or you could have chocolate, or you could get, like, a garlicky thing or something like that. Right. And it was delicious. And I wonder if that's where Joey was going with this, that you can use the leftover from the sourdough bread that you're putting together and uh, make these sourdough puffs. But unfortunately, the place went out of business. They, When I went there a couple times, they actually had brochures to invest, and I, I would have invested. I would have put one in at Union Station or yeah. something. Yeah, I mean, that might have been a very good idea. Yeah. Uh, hey, deep fried bread, how can you go wrong? You cannot.